This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge. Because I just went gay all of a sudden. Weapons of class four and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. You can act like a man! What's the matter with you? Police, fire, and emergency medical services will be unavailable until tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. when the purge concludes. General, would you care to step outside? Blessed be our new founding fathers and America, a nation reborn. May God be with you all. Still hot. You get a heat wave. Well, we had it. Yeah. Yes. Short answer. Yes. Short answer. Yes. But then, nineties uh, midday and uh, upper nineties. We're beating you. Yeah, I know you guys are beating us right now, but we also just got rainstorm. Everybody like, say hi to Chuck's new baby. Um. Anyway, yeah, it's it's, it's been crazy. It's been really hot, and then we've had intermittent crazy torrential downpour it just hailed a couple like about 20 minutes ago it was hailing in here it was like Dude, we had a hailstorm so bad like a week ago or two weeks ago that it put um dents in people's cars and cracked windshields and shit like it was it was insane yeah I had, there was a couple months ago i had to run outside and put moving blankets on uh, over our windshields yeah wow. crazy. the only hail i've ever had and i've been in like a couple pretty gnarly uh weather systems was in california of all places and it dented the whole outside of my car to the point where it looked like those golf ball dimples oh yeah, yeah. that's what it looked and like I, yeah thousands my truck, thousands my truck only has like two or three little dents in it in the hood and the roof that you can't really see unless you like tilt your head sideways and stuff like that but this one car passed us the day afterwards and it looked like a golf ball oh yeah it was crazy it's- was it a Kia? Because so, mine was a Kia. Well, let's jump into this because, uh, you know, it actually might have been a fucking Kia. No, it was probably like a Toyota or a Deep Mazda, metal. but it could have been something like that. Metal. Um, let's jump right into this because uh, with all this heat, we're turning into a third world country over here, boys and girls. Uh, welcome to the locker room. I'm Tom. Hey, I'm Chuck. I'm just happy that Chuck is here. I know, right? Me too. You, you're, you said you look like you got a butt implant or butt implant. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm really swollen from the surgery. What you can't see is I have a really big fucking back brace on right now. Or maybe you can't. Oh, you can't really see it. But I have a really big back back brace. Looks like Jabba the Hutt sitting in a recliner. Um, <clears throat> no, right now when you and, when you tilted it down like that, you look like you were wearing a sumo uh, belt. <laughs> that's basically how it feels. Um, <laughs> and so all the swelling is around my lower back. Um, lower part of my stomach so it makes my gut look even bigger and my thighs and ass and the outside of your ass and you know those girls they get that brazilian butt lift and they have that bubble butt and the side of their hips get real wide and fat right yeah yeah where their thong could just basically sit on a shelf right well my underwear you your drink down and it walks away dude, i walk and it jiggles dude it's like yeah. i'm wide it's as got a badonkadonk right 
it's it's bad. Well, we're glad you're Matt's not here tonight, but um we are are gonna save the craziest part of your hospital story because you were yeah. you were texting us not in real time, but we were getting some pretty crazy updates in our chat thread. Yeah, that was pretty nutty. <laughs> oh yeah. No, yeah, it was wild. Um, yeah, that'll and be that's, a fun, that, fun that, story uh, to share. That ties into our third world country kind of idea is because, you know, this is Los Angeles people. That's it's, it's the greater Los Angeles area and between Matt's, you know, ambulance ride and Chuck's planned surgery, dude. Okay. So I understand when you go in for surgery, I've had surgery, you go in, you have your appointment, you get dropped off and you may have to wait, but you have an appointment. You know, it's like a doctor's appointment. You may wait 15, 20 minutes, half an hour before they take you in and start prepping you for surgery. Right. Your wife dropped you off at what time? Um, appointment was supposed to be at 830. I think she okay. left around 930. Okay. And you, your surgery was three hours, roughly yeah, three, three or four hours. And you imagine like an hour, hour and a half prep time before that. You got out of sur- you you got out of surgery at what time in the afternoon? 4 p.m. <laughs> I'm sorry, was there some math missing? <laughs> I may yeah. not be the smartest. We're fucking PM, bro. Yeah. At one point I so, heard them say, Yeah, the docs, the doctor's late. He's normally here by now. So oh, if you cool. backtrack, that means they started wow. cutting on you at like 1230 or one. <laughs> and yeah. your appointment was for 830 a.m. I like I mean, I am never apologizing for running late for my tattoo again. (laughs) (laughs) When a doctor can apologize for being late to cut you open. Um, So the latest, we talked about the heat wave. I also, I too am a bit of a scientist myself. I also am experiencing a bit of a heat wave up here. A late September burst of heat. Um, It was like 84 today. It was really bad. Yeah. It was really bad. Shut up, whore. Jesus. Fucking whore bag. It was it really was like overcast. The sun was completely hidden by clouds. 84 at degrees like today. 10 a.m. It was 104 at 10 a.m. Dude, something like that. It got to 106 today. Okay. So let's talk about the heat wave for a minute because ultimately. Heat wave. Dude, Sorry. Dude, dude. Well, you guys know. Right. You, you, you've all lived in California during the heat wave. What's the first thing they start telling you you need to do? Call back on energy use mm. for rolling blackouts, right? Yep. Um, don't drive your, uh, don't drive uh, gas powered vehicles and don't charge your electric vehicles. Yeah. So this is the funniest <laughs> part to me. This is, this is some clown fucking clown shit right here. Um, California passed a law. Oh, the, the, wait, I'm sorry. Did you say law? Passed a law that is going to outlaw the sale of gas-powered vehicles in the state by what 2035? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So just a little over a decade from now, they plan on having gas-powered vehicles completely banned outright, right? Mm-hmm. And I shit you not, dude. Mere days, like three days after they announced that this law has gone gotten passed. They also they they released a statement saying, "Hey, the power grid is experiencing a lot of strain because of the uh, heat waves. So, all you people with electric cars, please don't plug them in. Yep, don't, don't charge them. Don't 
plug in your car. Now, is that is that or is that not some third world country shit? No, circus shit. So, I was telling my wife this. Um, I don't know if you know anybody who's come from India or had friends from India, but my buddy in high school, which was long, long, long time ago, his name was JJ Jahal, and JJ would go and spend That's his summers. His name. That was him. <laughs> That is the name that you. That's the Listen, name. Yeah, white oppressor thank, gave thank you. you. Okay, right now, okay. no, no, no. JJ, JJ, we're going. JJ. JJ is the name that you use when you call somebody and like, his, I'd like to talk to you about your name. Google, your Google listing. That's his. That's his. I'm going to get a job name. Wait, I, I uh, have to do I, this for you. I'd like to talk to you about your Google oh. listing. This is JJ Jahal. So JJ locker room um, mailbag at gmail.com. Oh, like they don't know that's how they talk. Locker room <laughs> mailbag at gmail.com. <laughs> Um, so he was telling me when he would go out there and visit, you're like, it's crazy. Like weed grows crazy out here. It's like a weed. It just grows everywhere. And then he goes, they control your power and your water. So th- certain times throughout the day, they'll have a rolling blackout. No one can use it. Only certain times during the day, the government allows certain areas to have water and electricity back on. And the rest of the time it's shut down. Now that could have changed, but this was coming from him back in 2000, like, four, five era. And that's what was happening then. So Hmm. this reminds me of something that happens in a country that's not as well as established as ours. And now we're supposed to be this really well-established country. You know, California is supposed to be the tip of the spear when it comes to progressive movements and leading the rest of the country on all these forms and, and, you know, ideals and, and everything and, you know, energy reform and greenhouse, whatever. Yeah. But you can't, charge your electric car because we're now we're experiencing energy crisis and we have no um we're not energy independent when it comes to our fossil fuels that's wild well you have people uh, so you you guys just sent me a video of somebody taking a cell phone video of a woman just dropping trow on the streets of los angeles Oh yeah, and taking a shit on the sidewalk. Oh yeah, right. Uh I, in all of my time, right, in all of my time living in Los Angeles, Uh I have seen people like take shits in back alleyways, right. But this is a woman, literally on the middle of a busy downtown LA sidewalk, and she's just, hey. Here we no shame, nothing, just taking a shit. Here it goes. So you have people shitting in the streets, right? That's that's third world country stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you have uh, an unstable power grid. Well, uh, and uh, issues like you know we're gonna pass a fucking clown sh- show law like banning electric cars, and then tell you not to pl- or banning gas powered cars and then tell you not to t- plug in your electric cars um you're going to have the governor just put out a statement where he dick appears in a jacket and a ball cap like he's cold in the middle of a mm-hmm. heat wave and tells people just hang on a little bit more and our power grid you know we could we could see blackouts it's just a couple more days just and he's begging people not to run their air conditioners you have um, other places where their air conditioner 
that was connected to the internet has literally locked them out and not allowed them to change it. Oh yeah, I've seen that. That yeah, that happened over at my uh, in-laws' house. No way. Um, what what, have, what what happens with that? So, um, well, in their case, they had to disconnect it, like hardwire disconnect it and reconnect it, you know, and have had the system restart and reboot it and redo the whole thing. But it's like their thermostat is a Wi-Fi thermostat that's hooked up to the internet, like a Nest. Uh, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, like kind of like, like a that. Nest. Mm-hmm. So when you when when you do that, and there's outside programs that can be done by you know the state or by the city and they can go in and boop, 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 and automatically put your shit at 78 degrees or 80 degrees during the middle of the day or shut your shit off yeah so i'm, I'm looking for the article but um let's see this was two days Allegedly. ago in colorado in colorado <laughs> um there's this utility company in colorado they said uh their customers were allowed to save money by allowing remote control uh, of their thermostats. Oh, we'll give you cheaper rates. We'll just automatically control your thermostat. Fuck that. Thousands of residents, 22,000 customers completely lost control of their thermostats for hours because the uh, power company locked them out of their thermostats and, and set it to like 88 degrees is what it says. What or their their interior houses were reaching eighty eight degrees because it was you know in the high it climbed into the nineties that day and they weren't allowed to turn on their their ACs because the power company locked them out. Now I'll I'll say this: if you're the asshole that gives the power company like you check that box, we're like, oh yeah, you sure you can remotely control (laughs) my thermostat. Oops. Uh, Yeah, you. I mean. I would I would have to say would you guys like, do that and, and play devil, devil's advocate. Well, Fuck no. no, but let me play devil's advocate. What if they didn't know what they were getting into? And what if it's like those slimy fucking sleazeball, you know, fine print things where they kind of glance over and glaze over real fast because they're a real fast talker. Yeah. And like you the, don't like know, the shit at the end of a fucking guys. prescription commercial. <laughs> exactly. It may cause rectal bleeding. <laughs> it causes death, fucking, rectal bleeding, cancer, death, loss of hearing. Do not take if you're allergic to it. <laughs> right. That's my favorite. Uh, you know, I'm take you Brelvi if you're allergic to your Brelvi. You know what I just heard they're doing out here in Texas is you can buy a premium service to your electricity. So you can like basically do like a subscription, what, you get, like, like a, a, electricity a, a, plus. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's electricity plus, right? You know, so and so and and you you pay a monthly like a monthly like an app or a fucking yeah like an app for it, um. And it guarantees you no shutdowns during rolling blackouts, you know, saying or, or blackout. And they guarantee you no loss of power. And it this sounds old- like a fucking dude. This is the mob. This is what the mob does. Yeah. They're like, hey, guess what? Uh, you pay a little extra. We won't fuck pay. up your business. Exactly. We won't fuck up your business. Exactly. We won't shut you down. You pay a little extra. Is that real? Like, like you pay a little extra and they won't black you out. You're guaranteed. It's yes. like Passover. You put the blood of the yes. lamb on your door and That's the creepy death sure. won't kill yeah, your child. Yes. yes. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, yeah. You get a you get a young priest and an old priest, and you get a voodoo princess, and you get a rabbi. You get Oprah and Tom Cruise to come to your house and bless it, and then they won't shut down the electricity during blackouts. They guarantee it for a subscription. Wow. I mean, like, I've got okay. solar. I wonder if they'll. I don't even have an Alexa. Now. I don't. I don't have an Alexa. I don't have a Nest. Um, 
And I, I, I know this is Miss Space. I hope you have a nest, you're not a bird. Uh, I'm a blue falcon, motherfuckers. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. But when we, uh, we got our, we got the Xbox with the Skype capability a, a long time ago. Right. And you had that Xbox Connect, right? Right. And that I, I had the first iteration of it where you could like, you know, run around Disneyland by running around your living room. It was kind of, I mean, it wasn't, it was not. Yeah. Cool, yeah, yeah. I got right? you. Oh, I just used then, for chat your bait. <laughs> oh, well, the second, wow. The second iteration of it, they said, Oh, you hook it up, you leave it, you know, on your TV or whatever. And then you can just walk in front of your Xbox and wave and your Xbox will turn on. And I'm and like, he's like, Hey, wait, hold on. So, to do that, that means my camera has to be on at constantly all on. times. Constantly Not on. Good. Not good. And I'm all, yeah, no. Um, so I literally took, like, the family would come over and we'd, we'd be getting ready to Skype with family in, you know, another state or whatever. I'd go into my little storage container with all my, you know, because every guy needs to have a little box that has all the extra HDMI and RCA cables and all the random shit. So one day when you're looking for that AC adapter, you're like, I bet you it's in my fucking cord box. Hell yeah. So I went into that box and I got out the connect. I put it on the TV. I plugged it in. They're like, what's that? I'm like, well, that's the connect. They're like, aren't you supposed to leave that up? And I'm like, fuck, fuck no. no. So we would put it up and then I would take it down every time. And they said, why? And I said, because if you leave it up, it's always on. Right. And I, shit. I'm one of those people. Like, I'm like, the one thing Mark Zuckerberg and I have in common is we put fucking tape or post-it notes over our cameras. When oh, we're not yeah. Using yeah. And if like, he's doing that, you know, there's some validity to it. Like, seriously. Okay. So, so think about this way, right? Imagine some guy is logging on to Pornhub, right? And gets hacked. What kind of, in fact, we should get somebody that can write this software. Gets hacked. <laughs> <laughs> and activates the camera and then captures what they're watching on the screen while it video records whatever they're doing behind the keyboard, you know, working their mouse with the left hand. You know what I'm saying? Well, Grizzly, have you beaten off to midget porn? Well, right. Then you email them a 10 <laughs> second clip of it and be like, you pay me fucking a thousand dollars. I'm emailing this, the full video to your wife. It's like reverse. Like if you want to see the full video, you have to, pay the premium subscription it's the reverse it's if you don't want your wife to see the full video you got to pay for the fucking subscription like that's what i think of i think of like big brother and i think of 1984 george orwell and i i, I know i used to sound paranoid but the with people locking you out of your fucking thermostat and alexa being able to listen to you like i always wondered when i read 1984 in high school i don't even know if they make kids do that anymore but when I read no, 1980, I, I, I doubt it. I wondered how did they make people put cameras and microphones in their homes? How did they, did they come with a gun and point it at you and be like, put this camera in this microphone in your house or you're under arrest. Like that's, well, that's what I envisioned happening. I think it's like how you, how you trap a hog, you know, you slowly start boxing it in until they're boxed in on all sides. And next thing you know, you've built a cage around the hog. And now the hog is trapped and the hog can't get out. And the hog is like, how the fuck did this gate get put up? But you, yeah, it's like the idea of the boiling a frog. 
Right. Yeah, you slowly you, turn up the temperature. You slowly turn up the temperature. Right. And they don't and know. That we voluntarily put cameras and microphones in our houses now that are always on. And yes, I'm fully aware that your cell phone does the same thing. And I understand it. And if there was a way that I could fix it, I would. But unfortunately, make really weird faces like when I'm in the bathroom. I look at my camera. And just... <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be real uncomfortable. Blackmail this motherfucker. <laughs> Just make sure every time you go to the bathroom, you turn turn your yeah. selfie camera at the toilet bowl and you can show them what you've done and be like, here, enjoy. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, oh, speaking of all that nasty shit, you know how, um, I don't know if you guys have ever gotten bothered by like um, like XM, Sirius XM satellite radio. Like when you get a new yeah. car and they're like, hey, you get the subscription oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you don't use yeah. it because it's garbage. Uh-huh. Well, this motherfucker kept calling me, so I finally picked it up today. And little bit loose with my words and a little bit don't give a shit right now because of all the drugs <clears throat> and i can keep a straight face while i'm joking just because that's the way these drugs work and so he i mean that's also me, like, the way you work yeah but he was all like well how we would you want to uh renew your subscription i was like no i didn't really use it and they're like oh well i can give you you know six months for for free and i said okay and said, but you just got to give me your card and we'll just charge two dollars that way we can have a reoccurring thing. And after six months, if you like, mm. you can keep it and we'll charge well, you whatever the price is. And I was like, well, no, I don't, free. I don't really care. It's not free. I don't want to give you my card. And he's like, well, well, tell me the stuff you watch. And I was like, okay, I watch uh, hardcore porn bondage. And the dude took his beat back. Great face. Like he, he was trying so hard not to laugh. And you can hear when they mute the, 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 the microphone. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he forgot to mute it and started laughing and then realized he, he had to mute it and muted it. And so his, I kept his laugh him. cut off in mid laugh. He's <laughs> like, about five minutes. And he's like, all right, you have a good day. And I was like, you won't be calling me again. There's a, there's a comedian who does that professionally. He like, he's like the jerky boys were for prank calls. Only he has a recorder next to his phone for when telemarketers call him. And hmm. then when they call him, he starts going into this, like, uh, you know, their spiel and he one of the ones that were my was my favorite it was a a, the telemarketer calls and they're like is so-and-so there and he's like who's this and they're like oh this is so-and-so from joe's you know carpet cleaning service and he's like and how do you know mr so-and-so and he's like what how do you know mr so-and-so who what's your name he's like what what do you mean and he starts grilling the dude He's all, this is Lieutenant so-and-so from such and such police department. Um, we found Mr. So-and-so dead <laughs> uh, earlier this afternoon, oh. and there's blood all over the carpet, and you're a carpet cleaning service. Did you have an arrangement ahead of time to clean the carpet after? Like, how did you know oh, about this? Oh, that's so I mean, good. dude, he goes off on these people, and it, it's, it's, uh, it's magical. But I, I, that's all I thought of when you were saying you were just fucking with the Sirius XM guy. Oh, constantly. These guys are so annoying. Like they'll come to the house and they'll knock on the door and they'll be like, hi. And I have the, the, the ring camera bullshit, the nest. And so I'll just answer from the toilet and I'll be like, Hey, um, can't come to the door right now. They're like, well, I just have a quick question. I'm like, look, that's fine. I was like, I'm taking a massive shit right now. I cannot come to the door and then I'll just fart really loud. And then they'll laugh and be like, all right, sir, you have a good day. And, and then you'll watch them come on the same block. And then you know, a week later, and then they'll just cross the street because they won't want to come back. Yeah. Well, so I looked up, I thought we would talk about this because I, I really want to, I guess, um, as I was doing my research on this, 
uh, Trump at one point said the U.S. is becoming or it already is. I don't I don't know. I didn't hear it. I just read an article that said he said that the U.S. is going to be or is has become a third world country. And I wanted to look up what the definition of a third world country is. So I, I looked up what are the characteristics of a third world country? And I thought we would discuss it's defined by high poverty rates, lack of resources, and unstable financial standing. So if those are the th- like three pillars, hmm, well, lately I've been going to the grocery store and I've been finding a lot of shit missing on the shelves. Oh, yeah. Um, formula. Yeah, the formula. Which, no beef. Wh- okay, let's talk about the formula for a second. Y'all remember Ooh. when the formula was not on the shelves and there was a big formula shortage and everybody was freaking out. And yet, then we find out that there was stockpiles of formula at the border. Mm-hmm. to be consumed by illegal immigrants and their children coming across the border. So our own people can't have formula, but we've got stockpiles of it at the border. That's just sitting. Uh, it's not that simple, but okay. Well, that's what I want to talk about. Okay, go. So I know it's not so that re- simple. So the reason there really was talk- a stockpile of formula. Yes. yes. That's why I lactate. Yes, there was a stock. There was a stockpile of formula because mm-hmm. the stockpile came from the lots. People out there, they're not manufacturing people. Uh, uh, the times, the time, the time coded of, of manufacturing. Right, each 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 time you manufacture a batch, it's called a lot. Lot number, blah blah blah. The right. stockpiles were, the stockpiles were from before the tainted lots. So that's what happened. There was lots that got tainted. At the factories, the the major factory, uh, which got distributed and trickled down, which the shelves were stocked, then they found that there was a problem, and they pulled, they recalled and pulled a a ton, not all of them, but a ton of formula. Yeah, there was a supply chain issue where they recalled a bunch of babies. Right, 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 and then that made um, that made the it's not that the supply chain failed; is that you know they had they had to do a recall. And they had to go clean, sterilize, blah, 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 get everything prepped, and then start making uh, formula again to pass testing and then catch up from that. So that's the, the border wasn't the only place that there was, there were stockpile, uh, stockpiles of, uh, of formula. But yes, it was one of the places where there was a stockpile of formula, uh, stockpile of formula. But it wasn't like, we're keeping this from you to feed this people and you guys can fuck right off. Right. No. And it it's wasn't, like it, it wasn't like, here. Hey, we're not giving it to you. Because to give fuck it the to American them. people. Yeah. No, right. No, yeah, and no. in fact, it was portrayed, it was portrayed a, that way. It was portrayed right. That well, way. I mean, not the way that's not there is actually a law on the books and I think it's, um, I want to say it's case law. It's not codified. Like it's not legislation that was passed. I think it's case law that came out of a, a, a settlement that said that there had to be formula, baby formula provided for detainees at the border. Right. I get that. Sure. And right. Just at like, no point or any of yeah. us, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I'm sure we can take a poll. Ready? Quick poll. Uh, 
All those in favor of starving children at the border say aye. And opposed say no. 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 Yeah, no. Right. That's a no. Yeah. 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 Okay. So before anybody gets all shitty with this, none of us actually support starving babies at the border. What we're talking about is starving babies once they pass the border. (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Once they get into the country and they're supposed to get the formula off the shelves, it's not there. Well, it was probably it was probably there prior, right? So yes. You know, and then then they start having all the the issues and like the tainted batches and the supply chain stuff, and they're like, "Oh fuck!" Now we got to start pulling it. But that's probably right. the last place they're going to pull it because they know they have people that are at the border, and now there's stores in the United States that are going empty shelves. And I think that's where a big uproar is is you know with people, and that's probably where the whole thing got like skewed. We're like, "Well, well the border has it. Why can't we have it in our Vons or our Walmart for our people? You know, our citizens." But I, it was already there, you know, it's just mm-hmm. probably the last place to get pulled in because you have people that are, you know, coming, going so frequently and children that are getting stuck at the border, you know, whether they're getting lost from their party or, or whatever, um, and their guides or the coyotes or whatever it is, and they're getting stuck there and they're getting fucked and they have to have food there. So that's going to be by default, the last place that will be stripped of it just for the simple fact that they have to make sure that those kids get go uh you know, fed and don't go hungry and things like that. Right. But my was, point wasn't, wasn't, a, only, wasn't only there either. They also, they also right. pulled from pr- prisons as well. Yeah. Right. And so I don't know if my, you guys knew that, but my, yeah, they, they, yeah they, yes, they, they, they did. And that was the thing at some point, you know, despite some people in the media that were saying, hey, you're supposed to breastfeed anyway. Listen, bitch, do you, do, you know, do you know how that works? Do you know that some women lose their milk? My wife was pissed. Because some people can't breastfeed. She had problems with breastfeeding with both of our kids. That's just the way her body works. Damn, I couldn't breastfeed with a shit. I mean, I'm excuse me. I, I might, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no, my, right? No, my wife didn't produce. My wife didn't produce enough. She tried it for both. She had them right. both latch on, and they latched on good. She right. just she didn't produce enough, and we had to um, alternate between formula and breastfeeding. And it was just a losing battle. And she finally stopped, you know, she was pumping and doing what she needed to do. And nope, it, yeah, it was done. Right. She, yeah. So now I don't know where they pulled all the resources from. Let's get that right. I don't know. I, I call her a failure. <laughs> a, so a titty funny. failure. She's a milk dead. I say your titties are inferior. <laughs> She's like, your titties don't even produce milk at all. I might be getting divorced. I'm just saying. No, <laughs> After this episode, lucky you're lucky she doesn't listen. That's all, all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I've, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm so not saying shit. I know where they pulled it from. And honestly, I'm not even saying I know the solution. Right. Sure. Like, no. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, I, I know goes- that I know what the problem was, and I know that it needs to be looked at from every angle. But what I am saying is, is that on that list of what makes a third world country was right. lack of resources. We also have lack of um, uh, produce and mm-hmm. lack of of of, uh, of animal, you know, meat. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be chicken, mm-hmm. I, I got to tell you. So ever mm-hmm. since, and I'm not saying oh fucking fucking Biden this and that, but ever since he's come in office, and it hasn't been because of COVID, hasn't been because of fucking Ukraine. I have noticed that the the animal meat, like the chicken and the, the ground beef, the eggs, all the dairy and stuff, has been dwindling. By the mm-hmm. fucking day. And there will be times where I go into the Vons uh, near my house. There is no chicken. There's no chicken. None. 
or there's very little chicken and there's no fucking beef. And, and I'm not talking about steaks. I'm talking about like ground fed, shitty, chubbed ass beef, you know, that, you know, you're trying to rub two, two nickels together to get a quarter. Yeah. You're you trying know. to make spaghetti and meatballs and you can't right, even you're trying to make this shit last. And, and there's, yeah, it's just not chuck. there. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just you're, the, 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 the amount of supplies there are right now for the, the animal uh, food and, you know, the meat and all that stuff. And I'm a little high right now, so it's hard to pull some words together, but um, it's just, it's crazy how, how little there is right now and, and how big of an issue it's becoming and mm-hmm. the prices are going up. So less people mm-hmm. are buying it. So they're able to keep it on the shelves a little bit longer, but it's all smoke and mirrors. I mean, it, it right now it costs us $500 to get a week and a half, maybe two weeks worth of groceries. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh, we spent, uh, cause of my injury, I was like, I, I need to be able to shit, take a shit. Right. Cause of the, the opiates, they, they block you up. And I was like, let's get some fruit. So we got two watermelons, um, some Asian apple pears, um, some plums and some nectarines. And I think a couple cans of, uh, of, um, pineapple. So they last longer and legit it was over a hundred dollars just in fruit. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's, yeah. there's some lack of resources, unstable, um, unstable currency or unstable financial, you know, status. The dollar isn't yet unstable. In fact, it's one of the reasons, I don't know if people know this. It's one of the reasons why the, the U S hundred dollar bill is the preferred currency of arms dealers and drug dealers and black marketeers the world over is because they consider the U S hundred dollar bill to be the most stable currency cash currency in the world as of right now but oh, and, it's been, and it's been that way for a while yeah it's been that way for a long time when i went down to Uruguay, Uruguay, as we say and i bought a tattoo machine there in cash and i whipped out dollars they just about shut themselves that was yeah. paying them in dollars there they couldn't be happier that was paying them in dollars wow right and i, I i'll tell you this uh my friend went to you want to talk about resources, like resources. He went to uh, Moscow on a student field trip. In fact, you, you know him, Marco, Don Carlo. And he was a big boy. Oh, yeah. And uh, Don Carlo had uh, big boy Levi's and size 13 and a half Reeboks. And he ran into this dad in Moscow who looked at him and looked at his shoes and said he would pay him five, the equivalent of 500 American dollars for his Reeboks off of his feet. Because there was no way to get Reeboks that size in Russia. And he wanted to buy them for his son, who was that same size, and was willing to give him the equivalent of $500 American right there on the spot, right? Well, we, are, we aren't at the point of buying, what do you think the black market is, right? We're not at the point of offering people money for the shit right off of their body. But we are at the point of stealing shit. And then turning around and selling it on the black market to be able to buy the things we need, right? We have roving gangs and and robbery gangs going into not just liquor stores and grocery stores, but into Tiffany and and oh, yeah. Louis Vuitton. And what are you and, talking about? They're fucking going into Walmart and, and Walmart, like, like everything. Walmart and like Target. Target. Yeah, it used to be the smashing grab robberies. 
you know, off Melrose and stuff like that in Beverly Hills, where they would go and they'd smash in the middle of the night, grab all the shit off the mannequins, hop into an escalator, an SUV, and beat feet south, and then ditch the car miles away. And that would be the whole issue. But now you've got, you know, mob mentalities going into, like Marco was saying, Targets, Walmarts, and fucking 7-Elevens, and just losing their shit and stealing whatever they want. Like it's like they're getting shit for free because they, I mean, they are, but like, it's like, like a free for all, no consequence. Well, so that video you sent of the, I think it was a Mercedes, a black Mercedes or a black BMW in a chase with like a Toyota RAV4 on the streets in New York. Yeah. And it's literally ramming mm-hmm. the Toyota chasing it. Like, it, I mean, maybe, maybe we can post it, but if we, if I don't know if you have the original video, it is a chase like a movie with one car. I thought it was road rage at first. I thought, I thought cop. <laughs> yeah, me too. Those are good. Those pits yes. were good. Like it was, it was legit, like crazy action movie stuff, ramming cars, spinning around pit maneuvering. And then it looked at the end, like they T-boned him or, or pitted him into a, a, a something on the sidewalk. And then they got out. I couldn't tell if they, they had guns or whatever, but they, they got out and attacked, the driver and then they got back in their car or whatever with the get away with a with a bag mm-hmm. and i was like what the fuck just what the fuck did we just watch and i think your caption was something like new york is wild right yeah and subsequently um i have a friend who had the backstory and i i texted it to you guys he used to work in the jewelry business in fact, he still technically works in the jewelry business. It's just now instead of working in the act in actual jewelry, he works in costume jewelry. Okay. Prior to that, he worked for a company that dealt with actual precious stones, which he, I won't say to just protect him and give him anonymity. But sure, sure, sure. This company was so high profile that the rule was you could you had to work for them for five years, and then. You signed a contract stating that after you worked with them for five years, you would not work for them for five years, but they would still pay you. Weird. Whoa. Right. Because they wanted enough turnover between when you left and when they stopped paying you for security Mm -hmm. measures, names, access codes, people, players in the game, methodologies, locations. They wanted all that stuff. And over the course of five years, it would change enough that by the time you left and they weren't paying you anymore, you had no secrets to divulge to anybody. Right. And so you essentially got paid by them for 10 years. And then you got like a lifetime pension that you could access at a certain point in your life. That's how much money these people were making and how well they paid their employees not to divulge secrets about their jewelry business. Okay. What he told me was, that through his contacts, he found out that that was a jewelry heist. That was a jewel heist. The guy in the shitty ass Toyota, that was the car he was driving to be his undercover car. It was supposed to, it was a nondescript undercover car. Mm-hmm. And somebody found Oops. out and the dudes in the BMW or the Mercedes or whatever it was, were robbing him. Just brazen mm-hmm. daylight, car crash, usual suspects, wild, wild west, robbery that's shit that's, you would see in a different country yeah here right there was the one in, in africa i think it was africa 
where the dude is in the uh, Mark, have you seen this one where the guy's in the, in the um the SUV and it's all up armored and he's talking and he's like, We're about yes. to get hit. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. shit was yeah. I think it was in yeah. Africa, yeah. right? Yeah, he yeah, he I had, thought it was yeah. Australia. No, it was in South Africa. It was oh, in South okay. Africa. It was in South Africa and he had a trainee with him. And yeah, it was two guys like in showing, an armored vehicle. Right. And he was like showing them the route. And obviously from the demeanor and everything, you can tell that the the guy driving with the glasses is well trained and well, well, you know, well within his, uh, his field of comfort, if you will, mm-hmm. to what's happening. But yeah, all of a sudden he looks over and he sees this car, a couple cars coming up on him fast and starts to maneuver. And he tells the guy, he's like, um, he's like, go ahead and get on the phone. He just goes, grab my phone and call. And the guy's like, <laughs> the guy next to him is deer in headlights. And he says again, grab my, grab my phone and call, blah, blah, blah. We're about to get hit. Like, what? We're about to get hit. Grab my and he tells them like five or six times as now as he's bobbing and weaving and sending other cars. And you can tell in the video where he sends another car into another car. He like mm-hmm. swerves to the right and pushes one of the car into a traffic accident. Um yeah, it's it's crazy, but I think it's more of a digression than turning into like a third world country thing. Because this is some shit that used to happen here back pre-internet, pre, you know, saying like the old seventies bank heist and, you know, and, right. and, and on robbery heist, I think is, is, I think it's more of a digression uh, than it is um, emulating. Um, you know, we've gotten so far away, we've gotten so far away. And I think to an extent, so complacent, you know, with, yes. our, with a, with a false, yeah. with a false sense of security and knowing that people don't carry, you know, saying like, I, I'm not trying to make this into a pro second, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm just stating a fact. I'm just stating a fact. But people have gotten complacent um, thinking that you empowered words. And if you say, no, don't do this, or I'm going to put you on social media to stop you. I'm going to I'm going to record you with my phone. It's going to stop people from doing the malicious things that they want to do. Uh-huh. And I think it's more of a digression than it is emulating um a third world country, uh, uh, you know, a country that has less, less kind of stuff, you know, going, going for them. If you, well, so that's, that's, my, around, that's my opinion. Uh, the beginning of August, there's uh, three guys went into a jewelry store in the Bronx and did a smash and grab. They got them $2 million worth of jewelry yeah. on a smash and grab. Have you, that's also because, you know, they have, they have also put out there that police are not going to pursue. Exactly. Right? Have you guys heard of the broken window theory? Yes. Uh, Daryl F. Gates. I don't think Marco's familiar with it, but so I am not Giuliani. Please allow yeah. me. Yeah, go ahead. Daryl F. Gates um, um, started speaking about this this theory called the broken window theory. And I, I've gone over it in, in college multiple times and I've researched it. And it's a real fucking thing. And it, and it actually has a lot of validity to it, a lot of standing. So basically, is you have a neighborhood, right? A, a house you know, falls out of escrow, goes abandoned, lady dies, she can't take care of it, family just don't want to rent it out, and it just sits there abandoned. Well, a neighborhood kid walks by, throws a rock at the window, cracks the window, looks around, nothing happens. Next day, comes back, says, you know what? I didn't even get in control for that. I'm going to do it again. Does it again. Other neighborhood kids start seeing it. They start throwing more rocks. Next thing you know, they're busting out all the windows. They're actually going inside. Now they're defacing it. They're they're vandalizing the fuck out of it. They're ripping no shit up. Them. They're because no one stopped them. And now that one house has turned into 
uh, breeding ground of just criminal activity. And now it's not spreading to the one house, it's spreading to another house. And, the, and people are just leaving. And now those houses are going vacant. And the same thing is this cycle of violence that's going over and over and over again. Before you know it, the whole uh, neighborhood is abandoned and it's just destroyed. And it's called the broken window theory. And it's supposed to be off of that one broken window can spawn if you don't act and correct the issue right then and there and and stop that broken window from being broken or put a consequence on it right when it happened at the yeah. very beginning. It's going to spawn into this bigger uh, snowball of effects of just criminal activity and violence. And it's kind of what we're seeing now. And that theory is not just for people or houses. It's for, you know, cultures and and and. and the, the whole United States as we know it, because if there are zero consequences for actions, then there is going to be just a free fall of crime because no one's going to give a shit. They're going to be like, well, I can get in trouble and what's going to happen? And I've heard it from criminals in the greater Los Angeles area in Southern California. Criminals will even say, well, nothing's going to happen to me. I'm just going to go out and commit a crime. As long as I don't kill anybody, you know, I'll be fine. I can do whatever I want. That's why you see more crews instead of, you know, posting up on the block, selling crack or meth or heroin. They're now they're going out and hitting houses because they know that as long as they don't kill anyone, the, the risk is, 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 is um, a lot less. And the, reward and the risk versus is reward greater. is huge. Right. And they can get more money for one hit as opposed to them sitting, you know, all day on the, on the corner, being a corner boy and trying to sell their dope where they could go out for two hours and... Well, the, there's, your, there's, your cor- there's your there's your correlation or or your your I guess your risk versus reward right there. Do you put yourself out on the street all day, all weekend, all week, put yourself on blast? I mean, nowadays you'd have to be somewhere where drugs are illegal, and that's not California. But you sell dope for a week. Every time you sell dope, every transaction you're exposing yourself. Every time you're holding, you're right. exposing yourself. Like, like it's a continuing crime, right? Uh-huh. And if you only get, let's say you make $2,000 selling dope that week, right? But you expose yourself for that $2,000, you expose yourself to a possible arrest for 10 man hours, right? You hit a house and get five grand in stolen goods. You hit a business and get 10 grand, or in this case, $2 million in stolen goods. Your exposure to arrest initially is minutes, minutes. Yeah. And if you make a clean getaway, the chances of them, I mean, you got to worry about people ratting you out. Right. But, you know, the chances go way, way, way down, especially with cops being like, well, fuck it. Like these people aren't going to get prosecuted. They're just going to get paroled they're just going to get probation why bother investigating if i do have to go arrest these dudes and they resist and i beat their ass or they shoot them i'm going to lose my job i'm going to end up on the news i'm going to end up in prison so Uh it's it's becoming the wild wild west okay i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna give you some interesting tidbit that i found incredibly interesting do you know because we've all heard of like uh train robberies right great train robberies you know sure. back in the day right wild west you know bandanas right. over the faces you yeah. know when they yeah. started uh when when During the civil war no 
Yep. Train robbery? Wait, train robbery? So what what I was it was, you had asymmetric warfare going on during the Civil War, and this was like mm-hmm. Civil War special forces. You had Union soldiers that were going undercover and hitting Confederate trains carrying weapons and cash and supplies. And then you had Confederate soldiers hitting Union supply chains that were trains of weapons and cash. And right. Then the Civil War is over. You've got all these soldiers that are trained how to no pun intended that are that are have learned how to rob trains successfully. And they are disenfranchised because post-Civil War, they don't have jobs. They're, you know, it, it's the same old story with soldiers. You either come home and and try to assimilate, or sometimes you don't assimilate at all, and you find that the world has turned their back on you, and you end up getting into trouble. These guys took their skills. Jesse James fought in a like a special, you know, hit-and-run unit for the Confederacy during the Civil War. And when he got out, he's like, fuck it, I'm going to take those skills and I'm going to rob me some banks. I'm going to rob me some trains. I'm going to make that fucking quick cash. There was no national law enforcement to prosecute him. And the regional law enforcement was like, well, we'll chase him to the county line. And if he gets away, fuck it. That's not my job sure. to chase him beyond that. Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Now, That's my question, kind of where we're at. Right. And where do we go from here? That's my question. Where do we go from here? Do you think that there's going to be some sort of reckoning and the states are going to get back on board and they're going to start empowering their police? Or do you think it's a more sinister role through the deep state government um, to enact uh, a nationalized police force, a.k.a. martial law? You know, I I think it's going to take. I think it's going to take. The. Softer of the the softer of the business owners the ones that were um outspoken about anti you know like uh, there was spoken, spoken very outspoken about police you know over over uh over stretching and yeah and overstepping oh. and uh, you know pro prosecution it's going to take this it's going to take a bunch of small business owners that have family that are attached, so you need to have direct attachment. It's it's the whole keyboard keyboard warrior thing. It's easy for us to make judgment or somebody to make adjustments when they're they don't they don't have any skin in the game. Right. But as soon as your uncle that has owned this you know stereo shop you know in downtown Los Angeles for you know for decades gets hit, and all of a sudden you change. Well, the cops didn't do anything about it. Well, the cops couldn't do anything about it. And you start advocating for, essentially, without even knowing, you start advocating for the cops to do something about it, and you start empower. You can start empower, but it's going to take man. It's going to take. It's going to take some shit. It's going to take some while. I don't know if we're going to go like, um, martial law. Uh, maybe if the shit gets completely out of control to get the shit back under control, but I think we're going to start empowering the police more, or people are going to just get fed up, and you're going to have more average citizens. Um, purging con- conceal, yeah, conceal carry on their own. <laughs> yeah, and, I think, and then and, and you're gonna have where juries are not going to prosecute, they're not going to, you know, they're not going to like hold the person liable, whether whatever, whatever the state says, as far as well, he should have never had that firearm. I get it, but he was defending his the, the means to feed his family, and I think that's, I hope that that's how it's gonna how it's going to change 
again, not to be, you know, again, banging, banging the drum for pro second. I don't know that it's going to be a deliberate deep state thing or not, but I, I do see it coming down to a partisan issue where half of the country or I mean, I'm saying half is in, I'm not saying actual percentages. I'm just, how about part of the country is going to see the answer is re-empower the police, give them the ability to kick ass and take names again, throw motherfuckers in prison, let the cops do their job. If you know, you can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. If, if the police come to your door and you get an ass whooping and you did something to bring them there, you, you brought that on yourselves kind of a mentality. And then there's going to be the, no, the government has the answer. We need politicians who are smarter than us to come up with the answers and give us a national police force and give us, you know, national training and national ID cards. And, you know, we'll just be districts instead of states. And I think that's, it's going to come down to, and I don't know how divided it's going to get, but I really do think it's going to come down to two competing ideologies. One ideology is that, it is us, the community. It is our local police officers. It is, the, you know, it's it's that like you were talking about, Marco, the the the, the mom and pop business owners, the uncle who right. owns the store, and it's like my fucking business got punched in the face, and I'm sick of it. it you know, right. there's it's it's the the roof Koreans. It's the the you know kick ass and take names Second Amendment citizenry on one side of the spectrum saying. I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore kind of a thing. And fuck you. If you're going to try and tell me what I'm going to do and and how to do it, I'm just going to deal with it myself and, you know, kiss my ass. Or like like the riots when we were kids where eventually, you know, store owners got fed up when it wasn't about it. Right. It wasn't about Rodney King. It wasn't about anything like that. It was just basically just, I'm here. I'm, I'm here to protect what's mine. Mm -hmm. And, and, and in the basic, not even constitution, but in just humanity, you know, saying you, basic law, I should be able to protect what's mine. Yeah, what's rightfully think, mine. Yeah, what's the rightfully opposite mine. of that is going to be the people that say, you can't, you, we get to tell you when you can use this. The state has to be the ones to decide when force is used. And mm. we get to decide who's a victim and who's not. And if you have a right. lot of money and somebody's disenfranchised and they rob you, we get to decide whether you're a victim or not the government has to decide how to handle wealth, the gov- you know, so there's, it's going to come down to two different ideologies and those two different ideologies are going to have to basically butt heads. Well, I think it's going to come down quicker than we think, because I know that was on Hillary's agenda was a nationalized police force, because that was a big thing that she was trying to rally people behind and it was getting a lot of traction. Um, with a nationalized police force where, you know, and she was kind of trying to promote the good aspects of it. Like everybody has the same training. So that way you have people who are out in major uh, municipal areas like Los Angeles, you know, New York and things like that. And they all have the same training as opposed to as the same training as someone in, you know, the Midwest that all the cops have all the same training that way, nothing that can, um, can stump them or come across them, or, you know, they haven't dealt with this many crimes, so they don't really know they're not that experienced. Whereas everyone has the same training. However, when you start doing that, that's when it goes from like, you know, the state has control to the federal government has control. And I think that's a very scary slippery slope. Well, and that's part of the thing I'm saying, which is 
like you and I have interviewed enough cops from across the country and enough, you know, people around this country and soldiers and firefighters to know that it's not a one size fits all deal. It's just not. And for the government to think that they can do a one size fits all deal is really fucking that's super short sighted. So and I think with what Marco was saying is, is the best outcome is for the small business owners and the the citizens, the regular citizens to start rallying behind their local Mm -hmm. law enforcement and their people and becoming their voice and, you know, getting loud about it and being like, we need law and order again. We need to stop letting the the majority run the thing. Right. And realize that there is, that there's a need, that there's still a need just because you, you, because you know, like you want to hold people accountable. I get it. You want to hold people accountable you know not one bad apple does not spoil does not spoil the bunch i right. I, I i get all that you know what I'm saying i i get it i i understand i honestly understand where this all came from i don't agree with how it escalated but i, I understand where it came from but people I forget understand. what people forget when they started saying defund the police defund the police defund the police they said well abolish all police I'm like well ooh that took a turn no. <laughs> i was like well no okay hold on hold on there turbo because you a bitch, because <laughs> <laughs> you here you you, you are. Did we lose him? Oh, maybe we might have lost him. Going south on you. Oh, there we go. Say it again. We we lost uh, you after you a bitch. Okay, you a bitch. What was going to happen is that you're going to be one. Those type of people are going to be the first ones to start crying for for help from the police or help from somebody when other people realize how soft they are and how easy of a target they become uh-huh. and what they have somebody else wants and goes to take it from them. You know, there there people forget that there is a need. There is a need for the police. I I, I get it. I get you're unhappy with the things. I get it. But saying like. Just get rid of them and start from zero. It's not possible. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, right. it's not feasible. It's it's not, it's not, it's not, yeah, it's not, that's not gonna work out. It's gonna make things ten times worse because it before it gets any better. So support, support, educate yourself, you know, support education. Um, you know, and go from there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, oh, I think this, uh, this, this flowers. Yes, I I we're we're going running into overtime and uh well, I don't, we don't have Matt to do our segments, but we want to get well, Chuck's answer to his. I uh, I have a story on, on lock. I have the answer from last week. Do you want me to read the story for this week or save it till Matt's here? Yeah, let's save it till Matt's here and we'll get. Yeah, the let's answer. save it until Matt gets here. Do, okay. do you want to say, give the answer now or do you want to save the answer? No, let's save it until Matt gets here. He put it on it because he and, did and, put and, it a guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay. And Dude, I'm going to tell you the, the, the okay. one for next week. Yeah, <laughs> it's juicy. It's, dizzy. Uh, it's a good uh, one. Oh, here we go. I like. I like it. By the way, guys, I finally mm. uh, figured out the reason why I look so bad in pictures. Oh, oh no! What? Why? Why are you saying that? It's my face. Okay. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> but oh, I, horrible. I, the other day, I realized um, it's a five-minute walk from my house to the bar. But it's a 45 minute walk from the bar to my house. Oh, okay. Yeah. The difference is staggering. Oh, wow. 
Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. It is. Yes, sir. By the way, I had to, a um, to, to lay into us real quick. Uh, in high school, I had a friend, uh, junior high, junior high. I had a friend that his dad was. This is not uh, a pun. This is not a pun joke. This is a real story. It was such a paisa that he had a horse, um, and he'd train his horse to take him home from the bar when he was drunk. Yes. So I I knew a dude that would ride his horse to the bar, yeah. get drunk, jump on the horse, slap mm-hmm. it on the ass, and pass out, and the horse would get it home. Yep, that's how he did. Not uncommon. Horses can find their way home. Mm-hmm. I guess you can get a DUI for that. You can. Uh, you can. You can get a DUI on a horse. You can get a DUI in California. You can get a DUI on a horse and a DUI on a bicycle. Uh, I don't agree with the horse thing though. So I don't either. I mean, let's do it. I mean, hell, I don't even know that you should get a DUI on a bike. Sickle. <laughs> well, I can see that, but uh, yeah. why isn't there a pregnant uh, Barbie doll? Why? Because Ken does have joke. Because Ken came in another box. Oh, oh. that's amazing. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. What's the um? What do you call a deaf gynecologist? Oh, um. I don't know what he called this. A lip reader. Wow. <laughs> how does a woman scare a gynecologist? No, how? How? By becoming a ventriloquist. Okay. I was thinking the other day uh, about my own mortality, and I was thinking that I hope death is a woman. Why? Because then we would never come for me. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> <laughs> you want it to be nagged to death. Oh, my God. No. What's the process for what's the process for applying for a job at Hooters? What? <laughs> they just give you a bra and say, here, fill this out. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Even though I did have a, Ho- a Hooters waitress one that I would say it was an A cup and I was like, mm. false advertisement. Mm. Do you guys know what the cannibal did after he dumped his girlfriend? Uh, what? Mm. He wiped his ass. <laughs> when do you get that one? What's, oh, what's the difference between your penis and a bonus check? What? Oh yeah, we know, yeah, we oh yeah, I think we know. Someone's always willing to blow your bonus. Do you know why uh, being in the military is like a blowjob? Oh, go, uh, why? The closer you get to discharge, the better you feel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right. Uh, and how many how many emo kids does it take to screw in a light bulb? None. They just sit in the dark know. and cry. Okay, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to my chemical romance. I know, right? What are the three shortest words in the English language? What? I, I don't know. Is it in? Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, man. It's a small penis joke. I know. Yeah, we got that. <laughs> how is virginity like a soap bubble? A, a soap bubble? Oh, how? One prick and it's gone. <laughs> okay, it's true. Yeah. No argument. I tried. I, I I tried to add Paul Walker on Xbox. Oh, but he man. spends all his time on the dashboard. Okay. Oh, here it is. <laughs> there it was. <laughs> Do you have one to to take us home, Chuck? I'm looking, but no, not right now. 
All right. How about this? Uh, what do what do pimps and farmers have in common? Oh, something about hoes. What's up? They both need a hoe to stay in business. That's right. They do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Matt, we hope you're doing good with uh, the new baby. We know you're uh, taking family time and that's why you're you're missing us a little bit. We're missing you a little bit. But uh, I, I really would have liked to have heard what he thought about because he's got so much national pride. Um, but it's the question you got to ask yourself. At what point is the United States becoming a third world country? Um, I wouldn't say we're there yet, but I would definitely say all the warning signs are there. Warning wow. signs. Yes. Yeah. Warning yeah. signs. Yes. It is are the wild, there? wild west Fuck out there. No. It is the Fuck wild, no. wild west. Out. Yeah. If, if for those of you who think that we live in a fascist dictatorship, you've never lived in a fascist, fascist dictatorship. Fuck. No. If you for can those put of you that, who think that a communist country is good. You've never lived in a communist country. Right. Go ahead. What were you saying? If you're allowed to fucking make that statement and not get shit for it uh, or get killed murdered, for it, I you're, yeah, you're 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 not oppressed. You're good. And for those of you who think that the U.S. is now currently a third world country, you are out of your third world country. You're out of your mind. However, it's definitely turning into the wild wild west out there, and. Um, it can turn on a dime. So I, that's all I'm saying. It can turn on a dime. And mm-hmm. you never know what the tipping point's going to be. So, be prepared. Mm-hmm. In the words of uh, Dos Equis, stay thirsty, my friends. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> all right. Well, oh, well. thanks, boys. Uh, and uh, until our next episode, we'll see you in the locker Run for the border. What? Oh, that's Taco Bell. Sorry. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, at this point, maybe people should be going the other way. Yeah, exactly. Your money will go further. This is true. We'll get a, we'll get a beach house in, in some well, well, I was go to Canada. They're, they're allowing uh, assisted uh, suicides now. They killed 10,000 people last year. Uh, and they're having uh, uh, a rash of violent stabbings because they don't allow, allow guns. So, gun, not allowing guns was supposed to cure that violence problem. Turns out knives are just as deadly. Oh, yeah. All right. See you next week. All right. Good night. Good night.